Welcome to the Artist Notepad, where we explore artistry, we talk life, and bam, 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 bam. I've been really trying, <laughs> baby. Try to hold back this feeling so long. Nice. Oh, I didn't know you'll go to the second line as well. Do you want me yeah, to keep going? I'm David. Oh no, let me let me finish, <laughs> Jack. Let me finish, and then you can go. Okay. 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 I'm David. And I'm Jack. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for this week's episode, Tan and Chill, TNC, with just yeah. us once again. Today, we're going to be talking about healthy relationships. Gross. But first, David, <laughs> how you going? I'm doing quite well, bruh. Another week in this beautiful COVID situation. But you know what? It's easing out, you know? Like... I've been having my pale ales right now. I'm sipping on Kaiju Crush, tropical pale ale. Nice, nice. Beautiful stuff. Great to have with um, fried chicken. Um, what else is hap- happening? Friday from Friday, like cafes and restaurants and stuff could have 10 people at once. So mm, mm. I could actually serve people lattes and they could like hang out and chill Man, and I, stuff. I actually cool. ate in a, in a place today. Where'd you go? Uh, I got sushi. You got sushi? You yeah. really like sushi, bro. Yeah, man. I better take you to a good sushi joint or we should go to Japan Sushi or kimbap? In 2023. We're not doing this again. <laughs> Throwback <laughs> to pre-podcast format. We're talking yeah, Rido X episode one. One. Episode one. You guys ever noticed that there isn't an episode one? It's because episode one is on YouTube with video and things. It's exclusive. Exclusive. But yeah, man, I'm I'm doing quite well. I'm looking forward to tomorrow because now you can have more than two people at your house. By the way, I can't see you right now. Just letting you know. Oh, seriously? For some reason. For yeah. real? But How about now? Yeah. There we go. Now I can see you. There you go. Now it feels like a real thing. Sorry, right? I had you minimized because I got better things to look at. Wow. <laughs> that is so... That's so... That's so mean. Anyways, um, I'm looking forward to tomorrow because... After my normal Sunday service and all that, uh, we're going over to my mate's house to have yakitori and beer. So I'm really yeah. looking forward to that. More like more like yummy tori, am I right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, bruh. <laughs> but yeah, I'm so rambling on. How are you doing, my friend? Yeah, I'm my not bad, good, man. I'm... My good white buddy, old pal. You really love bringing up the fact that I'm white, don't you? Like every episode, I swear you you get that in if possible. Um, no, every second episode, not every episode. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. So, I'm yep. yeah, I'm not bad. Um, I'm mm-hmm. a little skeptical about how fast everything is going back to normal, but hey, um, it's nice mm-hmm. to not feel guilty being outside. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's yeah, I'm not bad. I'm not bad. I tell you what, I am excited about something. David. What are you excited? I'm about? excited that we've got a little <laughs> giveaway to do. Yeah. Because before we uh, go on to talk about um, healthy relationships um, yes. with Exhibit A right here with, with you and I, David, um, mm-hmm. due to unpopular demand, David and I have decided to yes. reduce the um, the ratings to every five. Um, every five will be a winner now. So you've, you've got more of a chance than ever to win a glorious Funko Pop, guys. And so yeah. we're going to be announcing the first one today. So we've got five reviews. The first one comes from um, Amelia, and she says, Wow, 
I love the variety in your content. It makes my morning that much better. David, do you want to read the second one? The second one is from Brandon and it's titled Great Podcast. Mm. Very insightful podcast that provides a deep dive into the artistic process. Also, that Jack guy sounds hot. Just to, I, I, I promise I didn't write that. I promise. <laughs> Bro, but that's definitely you, your fake account. Look, it says brand C12345. <laughs> that can't be a real username. Look, let's be you honest, know? David. I, I've got a face for a podcast, okay? We're just, we're just lucky you're the only <laughs> one that's who That's exactly why you would make a fake account and make yourself <laughs> look good, you know? Damn it, you but got anyways. me. You got me. So our third one <laughs> comes from Sean and it says, quality all round. Love, love, love this. Immense respect for David and Jack. Humble blokes doing oh. fantastic work. Well done, lads. Love heart. Thank you, Sean. That's, That's very nice of you. Mad love. Um, the fourth one's from Dimitri, but it's titled, Love to see this. Great to see artists still finding outputs during such a hard time for creatives everywhere. Keep it up! Exclamation mark. Nice, nice. That's what we, we want. We sure will, hear. Dimitri. We won't let you down, buddy. <laughs> We're doing this for you. Just you. No one else. Just you. All right, and the final one is from Jonty, and he says, Hey, guys, just want to say I love the podcast. Listen every week. Shaka. Mm. That's the, the, you know what a shaka is, right? Oh, man. Dave? Yeah. It's How do you describe one. a shaka? It's, it's like thumb and pinky out, and then you, you like shake it like a shaka. Yeah, that used to be my favorite emoji. Now it's with the middle, I mean, the index finger up as well, like this, like Spider-Man. Oh, okay. <laughs> I use that a lot now. Cool. Fun fact. Good, good for you, man. Um, <laughs> anyway, moving on. So using yeah. um, random number generator um, with any number uh -huh. between one and five, this we got... Exciting, man. Drum roll, please, David. <laughs> Boom. Number is two, which is... Yeah. Who's number two? Brandon. Yeah, Brandon. Congratulations, Brandon. That's, you're just going to give it to yourself, bro. What's going on? Look, he said that my voice sounded hot. So, guys, if you want to win, then you got to say that. That's the that's the requirement. So, Brandon, we will yeah, um, get in touch. Or you, you, actually, can you please get in touch with us? Because we may not have a contact for you. So, please get in touch with us, Brandon. Um, let us know which Funko Pop you'd like to choose from. You can have a, another little geese at them on um, our Instagram at the Artist Notepad yeah. and check out which ones you which one you want. You only get one. Greedy. Probably not Baby Yoda though. David thinks it's creepy. I think it's cute, but I guess... Bro, it's creepy. He does not have white in his eyes. It's just black. He's a demon. It's a little baby alien demon, bro. You're a demon. <laughs> Whoa. See, this is a healthy relationship, isn't it? <laughs> Speaking of okay. healthy relationships, oh. David, I, I think that... Let's let's explain how we came up with this topic. So, um, I just... Actually, this is last minute. I just got off the phone with um, a friend of mine and they're going through a bit of a rough time in terms of there's someone that they, um, you know, they're, they're vibing with. Um, they've, they've met. They've gone on a couple of dates. Um, got the vibes. And yeah. they, they feel like possibly they're... They're, um, they're in love. They've caught more feelings than the other one has caught and they're really vibing this person and they, oh. they want to... They want to um, make it more serious, but they're not sure whether that other person wants it. So we thought, why don't we talk about relationships, given we're so qualified to talk about relationships, aren't we, David? 
But yeah, ev- uh, I do marriage counseling. I do. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm playing. What are we going to start with, David? How? What? What makes a healthy relationship, in your opinion? What are the most important Ooh. things that, like, that you need for your relationship to be healthy? And we're not just talking about romantic yeah. relationships. We're talking about um, family, friends. Talking about anything really. What's What's a even just like you know, casual, just passerby. What? What? Yeah, man. How does that relationship be healthy or, and stay healthy? I feel like off the top of my head, how I would describe a healthy relationship is um, it has to have intimacy. Like you have to be open to share your side as much as the other person shares that their side. Like that's why like, because we're talking, if we're talking about friendships or family or like a romantic relationship, right? Mm. In order for a relationship to grow, there has to be some depth to it, I feel. Like if it's a work relationship, sure, it doesn't have to have that intimacy. You just talk about work and your weekend or whatever. Sure. But friendships and all that, um, I feel like you got to have intimacy. I think the second is probably respect. You got to respect the person. Third is probably probably trust. You got to trust that this person that you're being you know, intimate with, being respectful to, um, you can also trust this person. Absolutely. I feel like it, it it comes with those three 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 things, three three things, and mm. I think it builds off that. But there's so much that I think makes a healthy relationship. But that's just me to start off. That's a what very good think? start. Very good start. Um, thank you, thank you. I I would definitely say intimacy is important, but I would actually I wouldn't put it as far up. Um, up the list as you have. I'm not saying that you've ranked these or anything, but um, sure. I think that um, trust is, is, is very important. I agree with you there. Um, mm. But I think that the most important thing for all successful relationships is communication um, by far. Mm. Um, mm, mm. And this is actually what I was telling to this friend of mine because um, I felt like, <clears throat> excuse me, I felt like there were, um, th- there was a lot of miscommunication happening between between them and this other person, and um, I I do feel like both of the parties involved were misinterpreting each other, and like because of previous negative experiences they've had, mm. they were projecting onto the other person and being like um, right. making assumptions based on their experience, which is perfectly human. It's it's a very natural thing to do. Is um, learn from our mistakes by looking out for those things more in the future. But the problem is, is that can lead to paranoia at times where we read too much into situations. Um, And so that's where Mm. communication becomes so important for constant reassurance, constant affirmation if that person needs it. And over time, that trust builds from that communication so that you don't need to constantly communicate anymore. That person doesn't need Mm. to be told every single minute that that they're lovable or that they're loved because they begin to believe that you love them. Um, and or that you mm. aren't going to walk out on them or that you're not going to hurt them or that you're not going to tell their secrets to anyone else. You know, it's... Right, but you're saying kind of like... I feel like it stems from intimacy though and then that from intimacy, it grows into trust and in, like with, to do that, you need to communicate, right? And I feel like you were even... It was heading even towards like how you communicate your love, right? And then I guess um, we can even go towards like You've heard of the five love languages, right? Yep. yep. Maybe it's something we can go into, but like, yeah, it's like how a person 
would first of all i think like everyone i I don't believe that you're only one love language it's like oh i only feel love when you buy me gifts like i think that's bs but i feel like everyone has a everyone has those five but then it's just ranked differently and like i agree so yeah it's like communicating to the the other person how that you love them but then it's like how how do you show that is the question i guess I would disagree yeah. in terms of um, I don't think that intimacy and communication is the same thing. Um, I, I I think that is that what you're saying? Maybe I've read that wrong. I'm saying um, communication is important to become intimate or like intimacy. Don't yeah. you think that like because I'm saying communication I think is yeah. the the building block of a relationship because it builds all these other things, including intimacy. Without good communication, you can't build intimacy unless you're talking about just purely physical intimacy, which will grow no, old. No, no. Um, and sure. Uh, sorry, I, when I say you're talking, I don't mean you as an individual. I mean, if one is talking about physical intimacy, <laughs> sure, you don't need to communicate <laughs> yes. that much. But then I suppose you're communicating through your physical language instead of through your um, emotional or verbal language. Um, but I, I just think that there's so many um, opportunities to misinterpret and to um, doubt and to, yeah, overthink situations and good communication can be such a beneficial part of getting rid of all those toxic parts of your relationship by just dealing with them when they come up. Like how often have you, like we've all had problems which have popped up and we haven't really talked about them and then they've ended up getting worse because we haven't communicated or years later, we found out, oh, wow, that thing really hurt that person. And both of you got it wrong because, first of all, you knew it was wrong and you should have talked about it. But the other person, it was hurting them so much and they should have brought it up. So then it could be dealt with and you could reach some kind of closure and some kind of understanding. Um, I feel like some of the worst wounds are formed by people feeling like they're not being understood in that situation. They're feeling like they're not being empathized with. And that's communication. You know, you need to talk about how you're right. feeling. You need to, t- and that's that is intimacy. Talking about how you're feeling, talking about your your uh, mistakes, talking about all these things that are um, personal to you, and sharing those does become intimate. Um, but the communication has to come first. You need to work your way there. Something that I was talking to another friend about was um, I have another friend who jumps into relationships like head first. Just they they. They don't understand the concept. So they do understand. That's harsh. Romantic they, they, they relationships, just, right? Or are you talking kind about... Kind of all relationships. Relation- they, they just crave right. this intensity in their relationships, I think, because they've been hurt. And so they're, mm. they're looking for... They want to straight away figure out whether that person is worth their time. And so they will just sort of right. needle their way um, through people. Um, not, not in a negative way, but they'll just really quickly want to work out, are you worth my time? And if not... Um, I don't want to waste my time with you and potentially be hurt by you. So they try and sort of work out exactly what they're going to get from that relationship. Um, but honestly, like the best part for me about relationships is often, and this isn't romantic relationships, this is all relationships, particularly with the romantic relationships, but with all relationships really, um, is getting to know that person, falling in friendship, falling in love, falling through this process of first times like you know and like getting to know each other slowly it's fun you know and like yeah i i just enjoy the process of getting to know someone and like learning more about them and you don't want to get that all the way all done like put away in the first couple meetings you know um (laughs) 
on the you, first date you start talking about your deepest darkest secrets well i'm not joking i'm not joking that this happens this that people people are doing this but like i feel like it, it that's it doesn't work for everyone you know what i mean like it, you everyone has a timer on those type of things it's like you just got to mm. wait for that person to be open to share that room with you like exactly. one analogy that i love using or referring to is um my fr my friend a good friend of mine was like everyone is like a house and um when you enter that person will get to see what that person's about their insides um they all have living rooms and that's where anyone or everyone will be exposed to that side of them and then you'll get to realize there's there's rooms within the house that mm, are mm, open for certain people yeah like for their romantic relationships, close friends, family, and stuff like that. Like you wouldn't show your family the romantic <laughs> yeah, room, exactly. you know, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, yeah, I like to think about it that way. No, so that's, it's like that's nice. everyone is, yeah, everyone's open to open different rooms and show different sides to them at their own pace. But it's just, it's about how you weigh it. Like, And, and you know, you, it, it, it's funny yeah. because like if, I, I don't like the phrase, you know, you have to work for it. But like, if you have worked for it, you know, if, if you haven't just been welcomed straight into the most private room in the house, when you are shown that room, there's more of a feeling of this is special than if it's just welcome to my room where like my most private stuff is. <laughs> and you feel like, well, we've only just met. So do you show this to everyone? Like, is this even special that mm. you're showing me? You know, like if you feel like you have to work to get there, then I feel like it's a special moment for for both of you i suppose not just the person showing because it's it is special to share these certain things but also the person being showed to be able to be you know yeah. feel the privilege of being let into this sacred part of this person's life yeah because i feel like if it becomes something if the information that you're sharing or like as you said if it's that easy then it's not no longer about sharing something with that person but it's more about that person wanting to be like, oh, I did, used to be like this or I did this kind of thing. It's funny because... It's more for themselves. Yeah, than, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I, I was just going to say it's funny because we're, we're bringing up something which I was tempted to mention as one of my most valued qualities and in a relationship. And I think it's very important is patience. Right. Um, mm. And the ability to, to wait for someone really... It really shows a lot about you, but it also shows about how much you care for them. Because, for example, let's take parenting. Let's switch it up a little bit and look at parenting. Like David and I, okay. you know, we there's only so much we can say about parenting because neither of us are parents. But um, yeah. when I imagine myself as a father, um, which I'm sure a lot of us imagine ourselves as parents and having kids, I think that it must be so hard to just be patient with, with your kids and just allow them to grow yeah. and not try and grow them too fast and not try and keep them as kids either. You just got to be patient and allow them to, you know, be free and sort of make their own way um, Yeah, and allow them to make their own mistakes so that they can learn instead of trying to prevent everything before it happens, try and put a Band-Aid on before the wound even heals, like before the wound even occurs. Um, right. It's like it's like um, adding, you know, those. See how the edges of tables or corners of tables are like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. if a baby bumps it, it's it, it's bad. So like, there's those protective things where sure. you cover each corner of the desk or any sharp corner with that kind of thing. It's like you want kids to 
bump into those things so they understand pain they understand what happens or the consequences of making those type of mistakes you don't want to yeah as you said band-aid or sure put a safety cushion unless they like, are very young in which case i get it <laughs> yeah <laughs> like the baby stuff i guess it makes yeah, sense yeah, yeah. But, like, but i agree with you i yeah. agree with you and it's really important not to overprotect. um and i think that people do that in friendships as well i think people overprotect. they they try and defend them too much like let's let's take the um typical example of two friends when um a girl or a guy does them wrong you know they're like oh this person sucks you should hate them and stuff and it's just like no like (laughs) stop trying to be their warrior like stop trying to be their fierce protector just be their friend and like taking an extreme side of things is not going to help them at all like don't don't tell someone to be angry when they've been hurt like that doesn't that doesn't help <laughs> and i know yeah. i know people want to show that they care by by saying look how much i'm empathizing with you i'm really angry and maybe you are angry because someone's hurt someone you care about and that's totally yeah. understandable but you also have to think about what's best for the person that you really care about because the reason why you're angry is because you care so yeah your reaction shouldn't be a selfish one it should be one that is the most beneficial for that person um and that that's where patience comes into it too because instinctively you just want to be reactionary and react but you need to be patient and you'll have your moment to tell that person how that made you feel but maybe the heat of the moment isn't the the best time to to be letting out these visceral emotions about people in their lives um i've definitely got into trouble with with amelia before <laughs> for um <laughs> you know certain things that i said um about people like her friends and stuff maybe someone's done something yeah. and i'm just like and that she'll she'll be like pissed off and so she'll be like oh you know i wish she didn't do that and then i'll be like yeah i know right like why did and then she'd be like hey <laughs> hey now i'm allowed to say that you're not all right <laughs> and it's just like this loyalty which i'm sure we've all experienced where like you can say bad things about you know your friends your family and stuff but when other people say it it's like uh-uh nah <laughs> that's yeah. not for you to say it's not your place yeah i definitely agree i definitely agree patience is like super important in relationships mm. and i feel like i would even want to like refer to like family but back to family again but like yeah um before i get to that though i feel like one of the most important things i've learned in having good relationships is like when you're giving that example of like um listening to someone when they're like going through something or something and it's like oh i'm so mad and whatever you're like trying to yeah, be, yeah, yeah. relate to the person and whatever but i think one of the most important things i learned about that is sometimes when someone's ranting or like need the shoulder or like someone to just like speak out to the best thing to do is just listen yeah and i feel like sometimes it's best you don't even have an answer for them because i don't think that's what they're looking for mm. like everyone's story and their lives are different so and that, that's part of communication is is listening like just shutting up and listening yeah so it's like it's less genuine if you know you're like oh yeah i know how what how you must feel it's like sure, no you don't sure. you don't know how that person feels it's like you don't have to say that you can just be like you know i'm here for you you can just be like yeah um just listen maybe even just sit in silence with them you don't have to you know try to break the silence because it's awkward for you like standing that awkwardness for that person as well would mean a lot yeah if that person is crying 
and you swell up in emotion because you feel that empathy for them, then and you cry. That's that's a beautiful t- yeah, moment yeah, as well, yeah, yeah. you know. That's a real so like, like connection. I guess we like we were jumping back and forth and stuff, but mm-hmm. we were about to ease into family, and I feel like um, family is one of the hardest places to be patient with. I don't know if you can relate, but it's like when it comes to a dating relationship. The most you can s- spend time with that person is how often you meet up with them. Like you can w- go on walks with them or go on like cafe dates or whatever, go have dinner or lunch every day, but it's different to living with someone, right? <laughs> so I feel like family is very tricky or like challenging that in that sense. And one thing I'm kind of even grateful for for this COVID situation, as weird as that sounds, is spending more time with my dad. And when I say that, it's like, I shared this with like some friends um, throughout the week and stuff, but um, we had, I, me and my dad had this long ass conversation. Like it was like three hour conversation, right? About like feelings were hurt. Like I brought up the past. I don't know if I should have, but emotions were just running and like things were just said and stuff like that, right? And one thing I realized is that my dad is a person too. He's he's lived a life that's no triple tri- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's a human. No. <laughs> but what I mean is like he grew up in a, in Korea, so he's a he's a Korean man living in Australia. Um he's triple my age um and he just put, was brought up in a different type of world. It's like his family lacked a lot of like showing love and like he doesn't know how to express those kind of things he's like that stern father figure who's kind of just sitting in the back kind of thing or Mm. like doesn't have much like i don't remember any memory of me and him during high school yeah it's like through this covid situation it's kind of made me realize like my dad is you know he's he might he might not know how to express certain things but he always has the best intentions because it's like i feel like you can judge people based off what they do outside but you don't know what their intentions mm. are inside mm. and you can you might judge yourself based on your inside intentions but you can't do that for other people you know what i mean and I this was something i was talking about i yeah. suppose that's where the communication aspect comes in because it sounds like all the other stuff is there it's just yeah um, man it's just the language Sometimes, barrier. Yeah, you guys the, yeah. Yeah. But like the fact that you had a three hour conversation it is crazy. Is, that's great. Though. That means you that know you what will, I feel like? What? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we, it got to this point because he's getting old. He's starting to, you know, um, produce more estrogen. He's um, <laughs> becoming more feminine and soft. So he's getting more emotional as well. So it's like, yeah, he, he would never used to say words like, I love you or like, you know what I mean? It's so weird and foreign to hear that kind of stuff. But it's like lately or like now that he's older, he's he's able to say that and without like any shame or like for, it took 23 years for him to come to a point where he's like, you know, I love you, son. Um, and it doesn't feel weird. I'm like, at first it was like, what did you say? Like, what the heck? <laughs> like, what are you saying? Kind of thing. But it's like, it's just tossed around now. So yeah, praise God. Like that's great, man. It's yeah, it's interesting. Sorry, yeah, I went off on a tangent. No, no, it's like, a beautiful story. Yeah. I still remember the um, 
the day that my grandparents said it to my dad properly and wow he was he's very emotional that day um and right. unfortunately i feel like a lot of parents from um different uh ethnic backgrounds they struggle with the same issue and like that's mm. with my dad as well like um with my my dad's family having its roots in jamaica it's um similar issues with some of the men um very stern very traditional they can be very yeah. warm as well but they can just be very yeah very um man manly you know yeah <laughs> the old, old school old definition school of masculinity yeah. i feel like this could be another topic we can talk uh, about yeah. this is a TNC, whole other podcast like masculinity i would love to talk about masculinity um, yeah man yeah Same. so yeah well thanks for sharing with that i know you feel like it was a tangent but i don't think it was because um I, I guess i guess when it comes to healthy relationships <laughs> is that mm. It shows that you can sometimes, and this isn't me speaking for you, David, this is just in general. It just made me think sometimes all you can be missing is one of these key factors and it can cause a lot of a lot of issues. Um, people feeling like they're, they're not being heard, people feeling like they're not being loved, people feeling like they're not um, being paid mm. attention to, all these things. And once again, I'm not talking about your situation, David, I'm just talking about yeah, in I'm general. Not, yeah, I've yeah. spoken to... A lot of um, a lot of boys through some of the work that I've done who felt like, yeah, like they haven't had present fathers who their their fathers have been trying so hard to provide for them a affluent lifestyle that they haven't had the actual time to spend with their kids, and at the end right. of the day, like that's what's going to cost you in the long run. It's not about that extra extra dollar. It's it's about that extra hour. Like it's. It's really yeah, about man. the time, the time missed that's going to cost you. It's not about, um, as much as we like to idolize it, that material lifestyle of having everything you want and not struggling. You're going to struggle a lot more if the relationships in your life aren't right than if the money in your life isn't right. Like it's, yeah, man, you can't get, you can't gain back time. Yeah, I feel like people are like science is getting to the point where people are trying to live as long as they can and make mm. long life longer and stuff, but like. You can't, yeah. You time tell you what, is, man, as well. Like you can, so you can work like in a profession for ages, and you finally make it, right? And then you get all that money mm -hmm. that you never had, and it's just like finally, this like it, it doesn't matter that you didn't have money before because you do now. But that doesn't mm -hmm. how that's not how relationships work. You can't just like neglect yeah. a relationship for like years and years and years, and all of a sudden, oh, it's fine, and it doesn't matter about what happened before because it absolutely does. Relationships are built on experience as well as all these other factors. And if your yeah. experience has been negative with that person, you can't just sweep it under the rug. You can't just pretend that it's not real. And that's something that I've like struggled with is some of my relationships in my life, like the people on the other end, um, trying to to pretend as if certain things didn't happen. Um, and and they did. And um, I, I've definitely had... It just builds up, man. Yeah, I've had friendships which, which have yeah. eventually broken down because of the fact that certain things that happened in the past just weren't fully acknowledged. And even though they're fine in the moment, things happened. And, and you know, they, they happened. You know, it's not all just about forgiveness. It's also just about the fact that these wounds were made. And if you're, rem if you're just reminding someone of the wound that you gave that person, then that, you know, that's, that's, that's not a healthy relationship. Yeah, for sure. I feel like, like there was a part of me where 
there was a bit of resentment or like there was a bit of like, where were you when I was going through this kind of thing, like towards my dad. Mm. But I feel like the thing that helped me understand and um, develop this relationship was my parents came here as like immigrants and they came and with to, with like the survival sure, yeah, mentality yeah. and to hustle and feed the kids kind of thing. And like their whole life was dedicated to kind of give us the good life kind of thing. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, man, like with that in mind and where they came from, it was, it was a huge stepping stone for me to accept him and embrace him as someone who, who's not perfect as well. But yeah. It's funny, know. we um, mm. when we grow up, we go through certain stages and the, the first stage is idealizing our parents and we look up to them as if they're gods because yeah, they literally created us. And, and like, yeah. we, we look at them and they, we literally, yeah, we, we idolize them. We think that they can do anything they want. We, we always think our dad is mm. the strongest person in the world. You get into arguments yeah. at school about how your dad's stronger than, you, and then you, sorry, my dad's stronger than your <laughs> yes. dad and all this crap. And like, you know, same arguments about mums, maybe not about mm. strength. You can choose a, another stereotypical um, characteristic of the, f- the female gender as opposed to a stereotypical characteristic of the nah, male bro, gender. Me, like mothers, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, no, but just to add to that, like mothers are one of the strongest people in your life. Like you can oh, argue so, yeah, yeah, depending yeah. on... I'm not... Like, uh, I feel yeah, like... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I know, I know, like, I'm not disagreeing with you and I, I know you didn't mean that, but then just to add, like, we don't, to say we don't mean that, like, I feel like my mom, I'm sure your mom is all like, we, we can say that, like, they're like one of the most, like, strongest people in our lives. Like one of the, like, they made us, they brought us up, they gave us our names, they packed our lunches, they made sure we got good sleep, had a, you know, like everything's clean kind of thing they fed us they taught us um, like for my mom it's like she was the one who's always been there to listen or like even nag at me like i i look i really thank her for all the nagging that was that was there when you're going through that time where you feel like the nagging won't stop and it's like oh why do they do this but it's like when i look back now it's like oh i sh- i deserved a lot more nagging and like she was <laughs> she was like, quite light on me but yeah yeah um yeah what was i saying i'm i'm all over the place today man i'm really sorry it's all right oh yeah sorry the the process of ha- as we as we've grown up and so yeah we start yes. off with that idolization and then we sort of get to a point where it's a tipping point where we begin to care more about what our friends and what our, our peers at school think than what our parents think. And we stop seeking primarily the um, approval. approval. Yes, thank you. Yep. The approval of our parents. And we start to seek, seek more the approval of our friends and the people yeah. at school, people our age, because we start to notice that okay, young people are really different from old people. Why? <laughs> why Why am I trying to be like an old person when these young people who are acting a certain way, they're the, they're the cool ones, you know? So let, let me try and impress them. Let me try act more like them. And then it, it reaches a point with some people, some teenagers, um, where it goes completely the opposite way. And they don't just stop idolizing their parents, but they resent them and they demonize them even. And they start like just because your parents do something that you never want to do that because that's wrong and you refuse to understand, you refuse to put yourself in their position and think, hey, maybe the reason why they're trying to do this is not because they hate me, it's because they love me. 
and they're actually trying to protect me or they're trying to prepare me for something or they're trying to do all these things that might be better for me in the long run. But right now, I'm just about immediacy and I'm just about getting what I want right now. And I'm having none of that long-term business. None of that. Just give me what I want right now. Yeah. I feel like like it's this is this is like maybe it's even just coming from like our own experiences, but not all um parents and children relationships are like this. I'm sure yeah, like yeah, sorry. That, that, that is why I specified that this happens with some people. It it does not happen with all of them. Yeah, some some people like you maybe it's because they hide it so well, but you look at them and you're like, wow, like they're like really good. <laughs> what like, their relationship? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Man. you know what I mean? Yeah. Or maybe it's more so like they hide it really well. Like, especially in Asian culture, there's this thing of like, there's a lot of shame in showing weakness or bad traits or mm. bringing shame to the family name kind of thing. I'm not sure what it would it be like for for you or I think it's I think it's family. universal. It just may not be as extreme. Um, the 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 fact of the matter is is that every family has its issues. Every family. Um, and some are bigger than sure. others, but every family has issues. And maybe it won't be in your instant family, but there will be issues in your extended family. Some some instant families are super, super close, but they have extended family who they are like way out of touch with. Like it's, it's re- something really yeah. bad has happened. And sometimes that can help unite your instant family, but at the cost of your extended family. Um, you, you know, I haven't even met, yeah. It it's, it's comes from different, you're coming from different... Um, trees you know different family trees sometimes when you're talking about cousins and yeah. aunties and uncles they might they might come from a different place different time even like they, if there's big sure. age gaps and you can be completely different to some parts of your family and sometimes that's fine but other times that can cause massive friction and can even grow hatred between families Ooh, spicy mm. that is most definitely not a healthy relationship <laughs> yeah i don't know where, where we're going with this but let's maybe we'll tune back into healthy i think we were going healthy and then we lo- talked about a bit more so what have we got we, we've said um you said intimacy trust and what was the last respect. one respect respect we didn't really talk about yes. respect and then we've got um communication and patience mm-hmm. so patience, we've got five yeah. that's that's nice nice round number that's a good that's a good number that so, is a good number I think respect is super important because we're just talking about um, relationships that might not be as healthy, but I feel like mm. respect is such a good antidote to um, to toxi- toxicity in relationships because I feel like even if maybe you don't, if we t- if we take family for example, that's a good a good example because you know you'll always love your family. Well, most people love their family, but you might not always like your family, and if you have respect for your family, then that solves so many issues if you don't like your family because if you just respect each other enough to treat you each other well enough just to get by and have a functional healthy relationship without having anything more than what's necessary like that's still a healthy relationship it may not be a blossoming relationship but it's still healthy enough um in a in a family context if this mm. was a friendship context i would say why are you keeping them in your life if you don't want anything more because I I, th- I think that you're always yearning to be closer with people in your life. Otherwise, why are they there? Um, people that you want in your life. I feel like family, like where I would slightly, I don't know if it would, if I disagree or like one thing I would add to family is that the root. I feel like like what I so what I'm gonna say is like the root should still be love. 
And I feel like that love is like they say blood is thicker than water or like blood is, you know what I mean? Like there's a connection that you have with family that is much deeper than something you might have with friendship. Maybe you disagree. I feel like No, no, I would just are, I, I, I yeah. just would say that I um I did, I did say this is for people who do love each other but not necessarily get right, along right. very well. So the love is still there. Um it's yeah, yeah. just so, that they're struggling to to like each other because we don't always like everyone that we love, not all the time at least. But if the respect yeah, remains sure. there, then you can navigate those difficult waters until maybe you can get to a point where you start liking each other again. It's about, yeah, it's about, I guess it even points back to intimacy, but it's like you, if you just know that person, sometimes you, it's like sometimes you understand that person just needs space. Like it's you, you understanding that that person might have had a bad day or is going through something. Sure. I, I guess I'm not talking about a bad day. I'm talking about like this is long term. Just, just, just this, okay. Something that just goes. Like in reality, maybe you haven't experienced this because it seems like you're, yeah. you're, um, you're not identifying with this issue as much. But um, there are plenty of people out there who mm-hmm. love their parents, love their siblings, love their uncles or whatever. They love them, but they really don't like them as people. And so mm. without respect, that can really get toxic and it can really fall apart and it can turn into a massive mess that consumes you. But with respect it can at least maintain enough um it can just maintain enough structure that it doesn't go into complete chaos because that the respect keeps that order there um and so even if you don't necessarily really like that person with the love and respect it's enough to get by and just to make the best of what is you're born into that family you don't have a choice about whether to get rid of that person in your life or not they're 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 there for for Mm -hmm. for keeps right You, you can't just kick them out um, so it's either that or you you leave. Yeah, like, but but yeah, can, if this is one person, then you don't want to leave your whole family just to get away from one. I feel like so. I feel like um, not that I couldn't relate. It's just like I was thinking more the situation of the family now, because I feel like before I before I became a Christian, I think I didn't really like the ranking for like priority was like. It may be friends over all other things, like friends before family, but that definitely changed after I met God. But yeah, so the respect wasn't there before, but now now that it's definitely there, it's like, yeah, I'm just looking at the case, what what's happening right now. Maybe Mm. that's why Mm. I can I can I definitely understand you because before I could get into this um, side with me and my dad, like I didn't respect him. I feel like when I was younger and then as I got older and he showed less attention and he used to just beat me and whoop my ass and stuff. It's like, yeah, it's like, I think, yeah, yeah. It got to the point where it's like, why are you even my dad kind of thing? And then it went, it cut out and there's like, I don't even have good memory of like high school. I don't know what happened in that. It's like a black void. And then we reconnected now. So it's like, yeah, that's why it's more crazy to me. It's like, we sat down for three hours and talked. It's like he couldn't listen to me for 30 minutes before we got into an argument. It's like, yeah. Mm. Mm. Maybe what we can even go into is like um, healthy romantic relationships. Because Jack, you're an expert in this field, aren't <laughs> you, mate? With five years going oh. strong. Yeah. It's like yeah. maybe even like uh, a question like I could have is like, 
what do you like you said patience already and you said um you know like you, you did already say a lot of things but it's like what do you feel like is one of the most um well experienced and learned ex um things um while dating you know what i mean mm -hmm. it's like oh i, sh I wish i knew, knew this prior to when i was you know i i there's there's nothing there's nothing that i would say i wish i knew this because yeah um the the best thing about um amelia and my relationship in my life is so not just to as the relationship but just the effects in my life is that um we've grown together and so like mm. she has taught me things about myself that have helped me grow and she's encouraged me when i've learned things about myself to improve or to you know just grow as an individual and she's done the same thing and we've helped each other both from in terms of provoking those um growths but also um encouraging each other when when they encountering something and so like I, I don't know how she deals with me to be honest because i'm i'm like flux <laughs> i'm in flux like especially at the moment i'm constantly yeah, man, just she's patient just changing and um she most definitely is patient man she she um i made her wait a long time for not just us dating but I, yeah i i just i i um i've had a lot more experience in terms of relationships than she had she'd had none um and right. i'd been with some other some other girls in some relationships and um i really didn't want to be getting back into another one and she literally mm. popped up um when I did not want to be in a relationship at all. And she showed some serious patience, to tell you that much, to wow. wait for me. Like, we're talking like a year of like, you know, of on and off, well, not on and off, just just not even, just hovering over the button pretty much. Um, even going as, like we were going on dates and stuff, but we weren't official. Like, and yeah. keep in mind, we were 16 at the time. So this is not normal for 16 you years. Um, yeah. And eventually she basically told me, like, I'm going to leave you if you don't, if you don't ask me out or if you don't make this official. Ooh. And so, she, and like, she forced me into it, but it was, I'm so glad she did. <laughs> I'm No, I'm so Bro. glad she did because like, um, yeah. I almost missed out on, yeah, on five years. Like, and, and because of that year before, we've kind of been together for, for like six years. Um, and right. for context, guys, I am 22. Um and so yeah it, it's been it's been a minute <laughs> um it's been a minute man. but i wonder what her side of the story is but please continue oh we've talked about it I a have, lot so we, we we're yeah. very familiar about what went down um yeah so in terms of the things that i've learned the most i would say at the moment i'm putting um well, we're both putting on a big push in terms of communication it's something that um we really want to start improving on because we, we we're good communicators but we can always be better you know and and every single little agreement disagreement we have because we don't really have we don't have big fights but when we have little fights like little things that everyone has in relationships um right they're like literally i would say 95 percent of those things are caused by miscommunication just a misinterpretation of what one of us was saying to the other or just not saying anything like that that's something so i'm more likely to say something wrong but she's more likely yeah. to just not say anything and then yeah and then oh man that's so hard yeah and, and then <laughs> and then it's just like 
oh, so that was a problem and you never told me. And then it's just like, well, I am now. And it's just like, like, um, we, as I said, like we, all of our, like to call them fights is an exaggeration. We've had maybe two fights in like the six years. Um, and the rest have just been disagreements or things that we've done to upset each other. And I think I heard something really cool the other day. Here, here we go, guys. For those of you in a relationship, this is a great thing to do. And this, I guess, yeah. this doesn't even have to be. This is just any fight. If you ever are in a fight, here's a cool exercise to do. Probably Jab them in the throat. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Sorry, then, please go ahead. No, um, okay, okay. Probably don't bring this up what, during the fight, but discuss this before you're getting into a fight. And what you do is and we yet to try this by the way because we haven't actually had a proper disagreement since i told her about this but both of you you no one is allowed to speak while the other person is speaking right fair enough that's a common one um but very rarely um obeyed that rule but it's hard man hold hold by that rule just shut up and wait till the other person's finished speaking and then before you're allowed to say anything like your response before you're allowed to say anything in in return you have to repeat back what their main point was to you so, for example, David, if we're having a fight because you, um, if we're having a fight beca- because I cancelled on what we were supposed to record last minute <laughs> today, and then you're really upset <laughs> because I I told you that I'd be available for a podcast later on tonight, but I'm actually wow. I double booked, then I can't return. This is hypothetical. Like <laughs> this is this hypothetical, happen, right? Hypothetical. This is like then I have to. Yeah. I can't respond to you until I can repeat back to you exactly what your problem with what I did was. And you have to be satisfied with the response. Interesting. And this goes back to patience, man. This yes, yes, patience, yes, yes. Yeah. But what is super important is because even when we're arguing, and when I say we, I'm talking about as people, even when as people we are arguing with each other, we're still misinterpreting because it's in the heat of heat of the moment and our emotions get the better of us. And so we hear what we want to hear because we're trying to win this conflict, right? But... The whole point of this is that it forces you to put yourself in the other person's shoes. So if you're someone who struggles to empathize with other people, especially when you're pissed off, then this activity will be really good for you because it forces you to. It says, no, until you understand what that person is feeling and saying, you can't respond. And then once you've had your turn, once they've had their turn, you're allowed to have your return and then they have to respect you and do exactly the same thing back where they are not allowed to respond until they repeat back to you exactly what you're feeling and thinking and what your side of it is. What what was it like um, before, like you figured this out, like was the fighting style or like if you guys were upset at each other, was it as you said before where it's like you would want to resolve the conflict right away with conversation or try to get to the point or and Amelia's more like silent treatment kind of thing or no no no, no. okay like, so so when i say silence i i don't mean silent treatment silent i just treatment. mean more like um yeah she won't she won't say something that i've done that has hurt her because she'll think oh like it's not uh, worth it because it's going to cause an argument or you know a disagreement and uh, and i don't want to cause a fuss when it's just something little but i'm actually actually right. it maybe was little but it affected her a lot and so it's important because i want to know so then yeah. i can either stop that or we can discuss so why is this affecting you so much maybe that's something that we need to explore together and not me saying here here's your homework go find out why you're so touchy about said subject no it's let's explore this together <laughs> because i want to help you i'm not just ending this conflict because i don't want to have it anymore i'm ending it because this isn't about us, right? Mm. Um, and 
don't get me wrong. This is just an example. I'm not. I'm not bringing up something that has happened in the past. Sure. With me, um, something that I have a big struggle with is I crave closure in every single conflict I have. I always feel like I have to have closure. Um, right. In other words, I feel like that it needs to be resolved. Whether that resolve finishes in us still in disagreement, but at least everyone having their say or in hopefully with a resolution where it gets resolved. Um, And that for me comes from, um, excuse me, it comes from um, several relationships, not romantic, some, sorry, some romantic, some not, it's not specifically romantic where I felt like they, they, they just, just ended without really too much explanation and so I didn't really get that closure from those events. And so still to this day, that affects me where I feel the need to receive closure in conversations where I'm having. And so it's not enough for it just to, okay, agree to disagree. That's not enough because I feel like mm. I'm not being understood. I feel like I'm not being heard. And so I feel the need to really like sit down and just have this conversation. Um, and so one of the first things I do these days when when I'm like texting someone or messaging someone and then I can tell an agreement has, sorry, a disagreement has begun I'll, if possible, just pick up the phone and talk to them straight away because straight away I'll be like, okay, I think I think I can tell where this is going. Like you yeah. you actually are misinterpreting what I'm saying and I think I'm misinterpreting what you were saying as well. Um, right. But at the same Sometimes time... Sometimes that's difficult through text though. Yeah, yeah. Like well, that's why I just that, pick up the phone wherever yeah. possible um, or just mm. as hard as, hard as it is sometimes just waiting um, for to see that person which can be really difficult because you just want to say your piece. Um, and I've definitely been guilty in the past. I'm getting a lot better at it. Um, but effectively, effectively mansplaining, <laughs> not from a, not from a um, sexism stand, standpoint, just from a point of view where I, and I do this with other men as well. So it's not really mansplaining. I actually hate that term. I don't know why I used it. But um, just for the trends, just for the just for the likes, just for the reaction. No, um, yeah. I, I'll, I'll over explain what I'm trying to say so that I feel like I've been understood to the greatest capacity that I, that I can be. And that comes from... Yeah, you're good feeling- at doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it right now. Hey, doing it right now. But I, I feel like um, it that comes from... Um, experiences where I felt like I wasn't being listened to and I wasn't being heard and I you wasn't being, being understood yeah. and I wasn't being really paid attention to. It was just like, yeah. Um, and I feel like that has meant that sometimes I am prone to finding it a lot harder than some to just shut up and listen. And I'm getting a lot better at it. Um, I've been doing research actually about active listening and how that's different from passive listening. Um, yeah. And stopping myself, which is really so difficult because like, a little insight into podcasting, guys. When you're interviewing someone, you have to have questions lined up in your head, right? And the big thing about mm. active listening is you're not supposed to be waiting to jump in with your response. You're supposed to be fully listening to what they say until they're finished. And then you respond to it. But the problem is, is that when you're passive listening, you're often, someone will say something. So David will be telling me about his day and he says, oh, I went to the cafe and then I went for a walk with my dog and then I went for this and that. And and I wouldn't have heard any of the rest of the stuff because I'll just be thinking, oh, well, what did you get from the cafe? And then when he finishes, I'll say, what did you get from the cafe? And he'll... Um, yeah. He'll be like, oh, yeah, I got my, you know, soy kappa f- with oatmeal and, and all this soy, and that. Yeah. <laughs> and then he'll um, and then he'll say, so what did you think sure, about sure, that sure. thing yeah, about yeah. the dog park? And I'll be like, 
what dog and bark? then you'll be like what <laughs> yeah yeah exactly. um and so that's right. something that i've been working on and in relationships this comes back to communication in my relationship that's definitely um forced me to definitely take that more seriously in the fact that I do sometimes struggle to just shut up and listen and just sit there and actively listen. And so that is mm. something that's definitely from my relationship been helped and I've gotten better at. Um, yeah. But in general, we just, we've grown as people together and like, because we started dating mm -hmm. as, when we were 16 year olds, you know, we're different people to them, you know, like the next five yeah. years, we won't we change as much as when the last five years. Cause yeah, we were, we were kids, um, we we're teenagers. Um, and and I, I never, ever take for granted how privileged I am to be able to grow up with someone who I'm that connected with. Um, people often say oh. to me, people, people sometimes say to me, like, do you know how lucky you are? And, and I'm just like, hell yeah, I do. You don't know how lucky Ooh. I am. Like, you think you know, oh. you've got no idea. Like, like honestly, the, the, and that's, that's not supposed Mama. to be like, that's not supposed to be like that. It's just like... <laughs> Mama. When I try and imagine situations like certain things that I've gone through in the last five years and try and imagine doing them without her, I just don't think I could. Like just flat out, I just don't think I could. And that's really sweet. And She's in that, in that, getting butterflies right now. In that Sorry, respect, yeah, like retrospectively, I do take it for granted, but in the moment, I never do. But retrospectively, mm. I do sometimes look back and think, I can't even imagine what it would be like, like just to yeah. to not have always someone there and i'm so fortunate that i've always had someone there where like you know maybe my other friends are ghosting me because i keep blasting up their phones but <laughs> there's always someone who's happy to to see that little notification. well ho hopefully maybe not always but most of the time happy to have that little ping -ping on their phone when i when ping. i shoot them a message um yeah so yeah i feel like so one one thing and then i think we can even wrap up yeah but I feel like you were just saying like you, you can't imagine what it would be like like not having that person always there. I feel like people might struggle like like they struggle heaps once they get out of a relationship and Absolutely. then they, they're put into that position where it's like, oh, now I'm all alone. And then that's mm -hmm. why people always try to chase like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. what do you call that? What do you call that? Rebound? Like yeah, a rebound of some yeah. sort to be like, to make, make sure that void is filled and whatever. And I'm guilty but, of that too, man. I, I'm guilty of right. spending a lot of my teenage years in relationships because I, I'm dependent. Um, and, yeah. I, and I'm not going to pretend I'm not because like it's easy to say I'm not now because I don't feel dependent because I've always got someone there. But if like I've been watching, um, have you heard of the show Afterlife with Ricky Gervais? It's on Netflix. I know who Ricky Gervais is, but no, I haven't. Man, you got to watch oh, this show. Is it the one where he looks really depressed? Yes, yes. Well, he is. Yeah. He is. His his wife's died. Basically, that's how the show starts. Oh. He's he's um and she's left him a video with like telling him how to try and live his life. Um, right. And man, it's 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 really tough to watch it sometimes. Like it's very funny. It's very funny. I find it hilarious. But um, it's it's also just really sad at times. And it just. Amelia and I just started watching it the other night and we watched four episodes straight away. They're only half an hour, wow. but we just binged it. Um, oh, okay. And, wow. and I was, I was fine. Like I, some bits hit me a bit cause they were really sad and I got a bit emotional, but like nothing really like triggered anything until after we stopped. And then I just started thinking, what would I do? What would I do if she died? You know? And, and it just really, it overwhelmed me because it's just like, there's not much stuff for me that can just instantly bring forth emotion. 
And that's one of the few things that can just straight away just trigger something in me. And it, it's not just feels. to do with it's not just to do with her like her and herself. Obviously, a huge part of that's to do with her and herself. It's also just to do with what would be left. And right. we've always said that we don't want to be codependent and we don't want to have like, we don't want to be those people who are just like one half of us. Well, one half of me is me and the other half is you. And it's just like, no, you have to be all you. You have to be all you because this could end. You know, I could finish this podcast. I'll get in my car and drive to where I'm going and I could be in an accident and it could just end like that. And if half of me, mm. half of her is, is me, then she loses half of her everything. Mm. And like, that that can't be gained back. Like she will lose a lot. I would lose a lot. But we need to be able to move forward. And that's gonna be so, so hard. But if mm. if you know, you're my when people say you're my everything, it's just like you can't can't do that. Not only can you not live like that, but you also can't put that kind of pressure on someone else. You can't tell someone mm. that you're their everything. Cause for all you know, they're trying to get out of this relationship. And when you tell them that you're their everything. That puts all that pressure yeah. on them, their um, shoulders. And right? mm. it, it's, man, it, it's a really complicated thing because it's just like, you know, when you're in love with someone, you you don't want to hold back, but you need to have enough identity in yourself to be able to live independently. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that's super important. I think if you lose your sense of identity, then it will affect your relationship because... You know why that person loves you? It's because of your identity. So if you lose that, then you're basically losing the thing that they fell in love with you for. Mm. I feel like this can even go to a part two, healthy relationships <laughs> or relationships. But the last thing that I wanted to ask, like thanks for sharing. That was really an insightful and honest um, answer you gave just there. Well, man, you keep like sh doing some awesome sharing and then I feel the need to try and replicate that. So. <laughs> I'm just speaking my mind, brother. Um, so mine, what I wanted brother. to ask was, does don't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> now that was cool. Um, what I wanted to ask is like we like the question kind of started from like when when I, when I was asking about you and Amelia, it was like um, disagreements or arguments you might have. But like, what about when it comes to love? Like we touched like very very briefly on like love language, right? Uh, what yeah. would you say your ranking of love languages and what do you think Amelia's is based off like what you know? Okay, um, I sometimes share. forget all of them. So can you just repeat them to me, please? So there's um, acts of service. Yeah, acts of service and there's gifts or something like that. Acts of service, words of affirmation. Yep. Receiving gifts, quality time and physical touch. Mm. Yeah. So I feel like for me, um, it's really hard it used to be, I used to be a very like physical person in like, it used to be that physical was by far the highest. And I'm not talking about, um, right. I'm not talking about sex or anything. I'm just talking about just like physical shows of affection, like, um, just in general, they don't need to be like sexual, mm -hmm. just physical forms of affection. Or um, holding hands or like, yeah. Anything, man, just anything that's a physical form yeah. of affection. I used to just, that used to be what, um, what gave me the butterfly the most? Yeah, um, you would you would like touch her eyebrows <laughs> and her earlobe. Just push her, Any form, like right? squish her face together and just squish fair, her still face. Do that. Yeah. Still do that. Um, but <laughs> I think um, words of affirmation is definitely one for me. Um, I 
I am one of those insecure people who sometimes needs to be reaffirmed um, to to feel like I am as important as um, to that person as I want to be. And sometimes I just need to hear it. Um, and so that can be really powerful for me. Um, right. So I would, I, I don't know. It's for me, like I, I've become more and more to just all of them, um, apart from maybe gifts. Like I, I love mm. gifts, don't get me wrong, but like, for me, a gift isn't like a, I, I don't know, it, it's not It's not something I associate with love. Um, for me, love is more about the relationship than someone giving a gift. Um, for Amelia, it's access service. That's her number one, which is funny because it's probably the one that I'm worst at. Um, like <laughs> when, I, when I do think, oh, I want to do something spontaneous, I, I'm always really good at it when I do it, if I can say that. Maybe that was a right. bit, bit too overconfident. Maybe maybe, maybe ask her. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel yeah. like she would agree. When when I decide to <laughs> sure. do something, I, I go all out and I and I do my best to yeah. make it as special as possible. Um, and I'll keep it a surprise and everything. And like, still, one of her favorite days for us was when I planned out a whole day and we did like three or four different activities that she wanted to do. Um, and I kept it all a secret. Um, and that was really wow. fun. And I really enjoyed it actually. Um, and seeing how much she appreciated it was really really nice for me as well. Um, mm. but yeah, I, I, I think words of affirmation for her as well, which is the one that I'm best at, um, cause I never shut up. So <laughs> 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 like when it comes to saying nice things, that's something that is, is a lot easier for me to do than to actually plan and be decisive over certain things. Um, you write her an essay every night. <laughs> this is like, what I like about you and this oh. is what you're amazing at and this is who you are. <laughs> I, I sometimes worry. I sometimes worry that um, I I say things too much and that, that they become numb. Like there's only so many right. times you can tell someone that they're good at this or that they're beautiful or that or whatever before eventually it's it stopped being as it special as it was. It's impact. Yeah. Um, yeah. So in terms of love languages, I think we we all like. Sorry, we all we both reciprocate with with all of them. But I think primarily I'm. Words of affirmation. Um, if you say the wo- right words to me, I'll just I'll just start crying. Yeah. <laughs> Your glasses look so good tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, but with her, yeah, I think it's more about me seeing that I've gone out of my way to try and do something special for her. That's that really mm. seeing that I put in the time. And she's so good at that, man. She's really good. Like for my birthday, she got me a whole box full of stuff, which was all little, nothing like, nothing that she spent money on really. It's just all little things from like memories or like um, she made like a a a slideshow, like not slideshow, like a, a, monta- a video montage of like all these photos of me and like all the way from Aww. kind of in chronological order from the the start to to now um and that was no no one's ever done anything like that for me before and that was that was really did did you cry maybe maybe, i I got i got teary (laughs) i didn't cry i I got i definitely got teary um man tears it was just every now and then i'd see something and it would like there were photos in there that i'd never seen before like it was crazy like um yeah, it was, and then we went back through, and then we talked about each one of the moments, and that was really nice to reflect on, like the good things that happened. Um, there were a couple of really cringe things in there, which I will not ever repeat. No one's ever seen that I video. I would definitely want to see that. Nah, video. man, you'll never see it. Not ask Amelia for the video. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I suppose bro. we we're all we all 
I think we all can reciprocate to all the love languages. It's just some people will reciprocate more to others. Um, yeah. Like when you said gifts, when you said gifts is like you don't reciprocate, recipro- reciprocate it with love. Like that would surprise a lot of people because it's like, I feel like a lot of people put... <sighs> I, I guess you could even say... But there's a blend between active services and gifts. And if you put a lot of effort into a gift, it sort of becomes an active service in a way, if that makes sure, sense. Sure, like your, like the box that you exactly, receive. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Goodies um, and the montage And I video. suppose that's why for me that one's so special because I can see the effort she put in. And yeah, But also because it's a beautiful gift, you know. Also, it reminds yeah. me of a lot of things and brought back a lot of pleasant memories that, um, that I hadn't remembered in a long time. So, yeah, I... I yeah. Yeah, I I think they're all they're all um they're all great. Like no one's gonna turn down any of those things. No one's gonna turn down like maybe some people <laughs> You're might not be gonna felt, be like, um uh, no sorry I don't I don't believe in <laughs> gifts. You can just take it home. So, some people might feel a little insecure or like uncomfortable about certain things. Um, but yeah, like also guys and girls, write letters, man. Letters are beautiful. Mm. And I'm not talking like about letters. I'm not talking I about like a card and I'm not talking about sending a message, oh. a long message. I'm talking about a letter, like a an actual like pen and paper. Pen and yeah. paper, yeah. Like it's there's there's something special about it. There's something special about it. And I'll say that. Um I agree to that, man. Mm. I receive letters that just make your heart just feel like it's you put five blankets on top and it's just so warm yeah yeah and i've been Definitely. on i've been on an experience a retreat before where part of it is you receive letters that you didn't realize you were getting and and mm. everyone on the retreat is just crying <laughs> yeah man i've heard these stories before but it's just it's just a really really beautiful experience um receiving something like that um yeah yeah so that's what i got to say we ended up talking about love kind of rather than um but I think it branches, man. Yeah. It definitely branches. And we, well, I suppose what we've discovered is love is very important in relationships. Who knew? It, love is key. Maybe like we started with the three, like what makes healthy relationship, but maybe it's love and then it sprouts out to these three things. So that's a that's a that's a story that's a, that's a lesson of the day, guys. What I'll lesson what I'll say about that is that I've I've been really trying, baby, trying to hold back this feeling for so long. And <laughs> if you feel like I feel, baby, then bow, come on. Bow, oh come bow, on. Bow, bow. I've been trying, baby. Ooh, look at you. Jeez, someone's been practicing. Yeah, man, every every day in the show. I guess like since you've been at home all cozy. Yeah. Cozy, yes, indeed. Yeah, bro. But um, we've been rambling on for a, a while now. So just to close up, wait, did you have any other last comments? No. Usually you ask me, but. Well, I mean, I was going to, but we kind of run out of time. Hey. Yeah. Like I was going to, what's your love language? Like your most connected um, I think I think I'm similar to you. I definitely agree that like I'm all five, but words of affirmation is number one for me as well. Mm. I think number two might be physical touch and then three is acts of service and then quality time and then gifts. But that always changes and I feel like it like yeah, it changes as I grow. I do really but, appreciate quality time. Um especially yeah, man. especially like 
as my opinion, my interpretation of quality time has shifted. Like I love having challenging conversations with Amelia because like it's something we never used to really do. Um, but we had yeah. some awesome chats today just about just about stuff, like just about topics which are like challenging and just it was just really good. Like I love having someone to bounce off um, intellectually as well as like emotionally, like someone who can challenge me as a person and as like challenge my brain as well as my heart. That's that's what you want. You want someone who it's connecting, bro. Yeah, you, well, you want yeah. someone who's going to challenge you because you you want to grow mm. in your relationship. And if they're not challenging you, if you have to stoop down to their level, you're never going to grow. Yeah. I saw I saw quote of the days today from from today's pod. I think this could go on to part two, bro. But should we wrap up? Let's not call this one a part two. I'm not as confident as I was about the faith one. But let's wrap up. But let's let's tie let's a knot up. on it. Um, yeah man yeah thanks for thanks for tuning in guys this this was um definitely a tan and chill episode this was very chill this is tan very chill tan and gent like t- tan and gent t- tangent tan oh oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> tan and gent but yeah um thanks for listening once again if you reach this far mad love congratulations to um brandon and yeah, stay tuned for next week's episode where we will ha- we will actually have a guest on. Mm. Um, we won't disclose that yet, but yeah, look forward to that, guys. It will be a change of pace. I wonder who so. it will be. All right. All right, guys. Thank you for joining us for another week. Um, peace. Catch you next, exp- next episode. <laughs> that was so sweet, man. You should just stick peace. with peace. Peace. Peace.